0: This episode of the Dump and Change podcast brought to you by Heinemann Family Chiropractic. Oh, yeah. Do you suffer from back pain? Too much manual labor working around the house. Went too hard in the gym. Old lady have you in a different position every night in the bedroom. <laughs> I know mine does. Absolutely. And maybe you just threw your back out picking up a pencil. Whatever the case may be, let Kerrigan and his team at Heinemann Family Chiropractic realign your back and your life. Live pain free. Call 696-9090 or on the interwebs at Heinemann And we're back. Welcome to episode 17 of the Dump and Change podcast, coming to you from Oddman Rush Tap Room. Not the studios. Again, we're down at the Tap Room. The uh the landscape up at the studios uh, is looking, uh, and a lot's happening. It's very messy, a lot of construction going on. Um, so we decided to record from, uh, from the tap room again. So um, Steve is, Steve's a little hot water, I'm going to be honest with you. Steve's in a little hot water. Um, today's a Tuesday. Um, and Tuesday, he's breaking a major rule, and that rule is the no Steve hobbies on Tuesday rule and uh i thought i had a solution i had my wife um because the, the reason it's no hobbies on tuesday steve rule is because uh wife aaron plays softball on tuesday nights and it's the one night the one night she has to play softball so she took offense to that i thought i had it smoothed over i had my wife my wife will babysit little baby paisley um no problem and then sometime during the day um it just went south for him so it's just not not happening so <laughs> and i am the st- cards tonight boys so he's not here uh and and also hopefully it sounds good we've got uh uh my lovely co-host walter eunice not to the right of me he's kind of cross from me now on the computer he's down <laughs> in chicago Chi town uh what's up walter how you doing bud
1: oh i'm doing better now that i get to hang with you guys uh excuse the uh Echo, possibly, because I'm currently recording in a uh, hotel bathroom. Uh, So hopefully it sounds okay. I'm uh, Uh traveling around a little bit, dodging the coronavirus. Did
0: you fart? Are you on the shitter right now? (laughs) I'm sorry. I won't (laughs) do that the whole time. Utilize that power bar next to it.
1: uh It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, So we we started (laughs) with a a little – we landed in L.A., And uh, we we skated and trained for about four. We. (laughs) He, my son, skated and trained for about four days.
2: We.
1: And uh, we. we, Trained on the IPAs or what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So it was kind of crazy in LA, man. Like, uh, everything is closed. Everything's closed. So we have uh, masks everywhere. So you literally eat out three times a day. Uh, You drop your kid off the rink. Nobody's allowed inside. No one's allowed to be around uh the rink actually closed and opened in one practice while we were there and then we flew from there to chicago and we played in a tournament we he played in a tournament and then we drove from chicago to minnesota where we played in a tournament i was actually coaching in that one and then we drove back to chicago to play in another tournament and then uh now i'm looking for like the spots to get a COVID test so i can come back to alaska
0: so the COVID test, what does that entail? I hear they stick like a uh, stick a up your nose. Yeah. It tickles your, your brain.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but hey, interesting enough, I got to stay in Eau Claire, Wisconsin for two nights with Ellie's family, and they uh, they eat anywhere between eight and 12,000 calories of food a day. Jesus. And you, usually cheese and meats. So it, it was That's pretty the Midwest, pretty-
0: man. Curd.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was great, You know, like you thought that the uh, quarantine uh, 20 was bad. This, like, three weeks eating out every night, it's been rough.
0: You know, one thing I love about the Midwest, the corn, sweet corn, I can power so down want, about 12 of those things. 12 ears, so no problem, so at bought, a time.
1: We bought them off the pickup truck yesterday. We bought there you go. two dozen ears of corn. And uh, they have, like, a big bowl and a paintbrush. Yeah. And all the butter goes in there mm-hmm. and they just start slapping. A little salt. <laughs> Yeah, no not a little.
0: No, yeah, a lot. No, a lot yeah. a lot of a lot butter, of salt, lot of a lot of
1: salt. So, gra- yeah, it was uh it was it's always good to see Ellie's family there at a good time and um and it's exciting to be back in uh we're not in like I say Chicago, we're an hour away from Chicago. Oh nice. We're in Illinois. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, hey, yeah, re- hey, did you get deep dish?
1: Ooh. Yes, of course.
0: Portillos? Yeah. Did you go to Portillos?
1: Yeah, uh, Chicago dog.
0: Get the frickin' yeah. portillo's. Delicious. You got to get the hot Italian beef dipped. Don't even mess around with it dry or semi-dry. You got to go dipped. You gotta go, it's got to be moist. Dude. You want to go wet? Yeah. Wet. All wet. Last oh, time yeah. I was there, I was I there for dry. six days. I You're ate there at AC least wet. once a day every day. every time I was there for a tournament for Gav. You're going to look like me, Walt. I look great. <laughs> oh, no.
1: that's a fact.
0: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
1: There's worse things to look like. <laughs>
0: All right, and uh, to my left now, uh, Kenny Holmberg, producer Kenny Holmberg. Uh,
3: what's up, Kenny? I don't even know if I can get called producer anymore. We got Hayao over here running all the lines. And
0: <laughs>
3: can I, be, called, can I just be considered on-air talent now? I think it's either that or we
0: uh, put you up to executive producer and you kind of well, just— Well, that's Steve. I you have a good subcontract to get going. You Steve's just think, hey, the ex-pro.
3: I, I mean, shit. I guess I'm just getting phased out slowly. Well, Steve's not here,
0: so— That's executive true. Executive producer, right. uh, Kenny Holmberg. Uh
3: yeah, uh, not much has been going on. I've been fishing a bunch. Been fishing a lot. It's summertime. That's what, what else do you do? You got to put some uh, reds in the freezer and get ready for uh, the long, cold, hard winter. Yeah, maybe try a little sunblock next time. Yeah, dude. I tell you what, like that, I've burnt myself before, but holy shit, that was, that was flaking and blistering. It did and not it was, look good. No. Well, you know, whatever you got to do. I had bought a can of that nice yellow Neutrogena 70. SP you might as well just put cardboard on you. That's yeah. how good the stuff is, right? Mm-hmm. And uh left it in the trailer. You know, got out there, yeah. you're fishing. So excited. Well yeah, you know then that happens. So uh burnt myself, had a little home project this last Yesterday, well yesterday the last Built- two days. Building a bed? Building a headboard, just not a bed, oh, just, just, the just the headboard, right? Padded or Ooh. not padded? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh,
3: <laughs> not padded, it's stained. Okay. Uh gray wash I uh, screwed it together got into a little bit of wood projects and uh, like pocket hole drilling and stuff like that the craig pocket I jig is awesome dude,
0: the craig pocket jig we should they should be a sponsor
3: i'm going the thing is awesome dude that thing is uh, do you have one yeah oh, fuck, oh, yeah i'm glad i spent 40 dollars on mine so yeah I wish it no, more than that. 40 bucks pocket jig. Well, it's, the, it's the double ender it's the one with the two holes i got two holes this is riveting podcast material anyways uh boring life you know whatever do a fishing a lot Let's get to our guest. Oh, well, excuse me. we got to well, we, get
0: to Steve. we, we got to get to Steve. Steve's not here, obviously. Wait a minute. Where is he? Yeah. Where, Steve's not here. He's, uh, he's gone. But we do. In since Steve's not here, Steve puts on the Omar Golf Tournament. So we just got to plug that. Um, it will be uh, this coming Saturday, which you guys are, this will be after that. So it doesn't matter. But so I'm going to plug it anyway. Um, a good golf story. And I don't know if our guest knows what icing is when you ice somebody.
4: Yeah, very familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so he's a young guy. He knows. Um, so here's a little story. We're doing the deck. First of all, Walt and I help the boys do the deck, tarps off boys do the deck. Uh, Walt about killed this lady on the um, uh, Birchwood Loop. This broad, probably about 75, oh, yeah, 80, yeah. she's driving a, a ride-on lawnmower on the side of the <laughs> road. And if you've ever been on, on that road, it, it you know, it's just typical country road she without even no blinker obviously just turns right in front of a truck if you would have been a youth like a 16 17 year old driver you just mowed her out down <laughs> you slowed down you didn't have to screech to a stop but you had to slow down and she just gives us the wave like thanks a lot oh, bud no. keeps going i'm like whole oh, might she has no idea she about died right there so yeah so anyway crazy. we uh we finished the deck deck's yes. done boys got paid they're all excited uh, the last day we're going out there, it's uh, Sutton's 21st birthday, back to the icing story. Um, and I get a call from his best friend. He's like, hey, man, can you stop at the liquor store and get some Smirnoff ice? I want to ice Sutton. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay. I know it is by now, but it's a younger dude thing. So I'm like, okay. So I go into the brewery. or go on, Sorry, yeah. I'm a brewery owner, a brewer. I go into the liquor store out of Three Bears. I'm like, good. I don't, I don't know this guy. He doesn't know me. I got a mask on. It's great. I go get my six pack of Smirnoff ice, put it on there, and he looks at me and goes, "You know, for a guy who owns a brewery, I thought you'd be drinking something else." So I, I'm like, "Oh, hey man, hey." I had to, explain to him I'm like, "Hey man, listen, I, it's just not for me. It's this thing called icing." So he didn't know what it was. I explained to him what it was, and all. And he still didn't get it. I think when I left, but um, that was kind of embarrassing. But then they iced him and blah blah blah. So, uh, but Omar Golf, there'll be a lot of icings at the Omar Golf That's thing. It's awesome. a big thing. Um, shout out, shout out, real quick to one of your
3: employees, Travis Martin, who wanted to be here tonight. He was really looking forward mm. to being here tonight, but uh, someone shafted him with learn to
0: play hockey. Learn to play hockey. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You can't handle it. Not happy. Oh God! Well, he, he better get happy because he's taking it over. Mustang <laughs> yeah. hockey's taking it over. <laughs> Player so.
2: development coordinator. He will be Mustang doing all the learn to play fish.
0: hockey's, and uh, well, we haven't negotiated our price out yet, but it's a yeah. program I built, and uh, huh, I don't know. That's I, I can. Twelve years, 13, 14, 15 years I've been doing it. So it's a stressful it's job down there at retiring, the Mac center. Retiring, <laughs> retiring right now. But uh, the other thing I want to mention: uh, NHL is back. I did not watch any of the games, but I can tell you from what I heard, a little slappy. Low you roast. know, uh, four or five months off, even the pros, um, timing and whatnot. I know they're all probably still in good shape, most of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a little sloppy play, but I guess we can expect that and expect it to get better. What's,
4: what does an out you, of you,
3: shape professional hockey player look like?
4: Probably great. S- fucking
2: hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Mate, well, hold on. Look at Phil Kessel. I was going to say, Phil Kessel would be, <laughs> but he's. That's his shape all the time. He's yeah. still good. So that's in two Stanley Cups. That's yeah, right. Amazing. Exactly, two Stanley Cups. You can't can't argue with that. Nope. And he gets to eat whatever he wants. <laughs> Sign perfect. me up. Yeah. Hot dog. Sign me up. So uh and uh Ke- what are we calling Kevin Hayo now? Is it engineer? Just, just Walmart like, guy. Walmart. He, he's the Walmart rep. Yeah. He did a great. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> he just got that was, a, that, was a, that was a low blow. We're we're gonna edit that out like it never happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't even it no. It's a. I think he Kmart guy, maybe, or something. Anyway. Oh, Kmart. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we've got a uh, huge guest um, on the podcast tonight. And it's one that, as people know, we are a hockey kind of oriented podcast, but we do talk about um, other things. And this we just could not pass up um, being a, uh, well, this guy, I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, I don't know what have got to find out his real name. Cause his real name can't be what it what no. it is, but it is it's but, too uh, good. So we're totally excited. And I'm going to let, uh, Walter introduce our, uh, our guest today.
1: Yeah. Reed. Uh, thank you. Um, a different guest for us for sure. And I'm excited about it. So I hope the fans are excited about it as well. Did I say fans? I meant fan. Three of them. Hope the fan. Yeah. We got three, three fans. Are, are, yeah. Okay. Um, our, our next guest stands an impressive one point nine one meters. Oh. Tipping tip the scales at one hundred and five kilograms.
0: <laughs> no idea what that means. Graduated <laughs> McMaster
1: University with an honors Bachelor of Arts and Political Science degree, where he was a star on the rugby team. He also captained the U twenty team Canada rugby team in twenty twelve before transitioning to a full time bobsleigh career in 2016-17. He competed at the 2018 PyeongChang Winter Olympics in the four-man bobsleigh event before winning a silver in the two-man and a bronze in the four-man at the 2019 World Championships in Whistler, British Columbia. Recently, Married in a quaint drinking village with a climbing problem in Alaska, (laughs) where he instantly became the hot one of the couple. Yeah, yeah. His Canadian profile says says it best. Plenty of size, speed, and aggressiveness. You can watch him squat 405 pounds on YouTube uh, if you don't believe them. Uh, Being born in Canada, I have no idea how this absolute unit didn't wind up on a hockey rink. He did, however, wind up on our podcast. And we couldn't be happier to welcome them. Welcome them, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cameron Stones.
4: Thank you so much. Dude, what's your real name? I mean, come on. That's, that's it. As far as I know, my parents gave me that name, and I've stuck to it. It's a great name. It, it sounds kind
0: of like hey, an adult film name. Yeah, classically, trained, <laughs> classically trained adult film but actor. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, yeah, when I said his name's Cam Stones, I'm like, okay. Then I oh. saw the guy, and I was like, okay, Man. all right. All right. Yeah, when
1: she told us the first time, we were all kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Did you say <laughs> on the pot, too? Stones? So it's not stone, it's stones. Plural. Yeah. Wow.
0: It makes you hate your own wow. name immediately. Like, <laughs> oh, you yeah. wish you had a cool name. And then you see the yeah. guy, absolute man rocket. I mean, stud. Sure. Yeah. Unbelievable. Man Does not skip leg day, I can tell you that. Saw a little video. She just short you.
4: shorts. You just wear short shorts. Oh, and.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. I skipped so sure, a lot. So I skipped honest, too many to leg honest, days. Who looks better in Lululemons, you or Mrs. Stones? Oh, well,
4: Mrs. Hickle, Hickle Stones, yeah, definitely her. Yeah. <laughs> she's listening, too, Walt. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she's keeping an <laughs> eye on all this.
0: <laughs> well, well do he was here in the brewery, I, I want to say, a couple of days ago, and he had, like, growth like I got. I mean – He's got half a beard going and it took He's like two days. <laughs> He's still got color two in it. Two days. Though. It's the Alaskan yeah. <laughs> Bush,
4: bushman weather. It's just it's not me. Dude. It's you guys.
0: Dude, looking good. Looking I appreciate good.
4: that. So um
0: interesting story. Your your kind of story through sports is is a one that's kind of unique, I would say. Um, but you're from Whitby, Ontario. Yes, sir. On the old lake on the shores of Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about growing up in uh, Whitby, Ontario
4: well I was the one guy in uh, in Whitby who didn't end up playing professional hockey so that hurts for sure but like you said it's better to end up on the podcast so um, that's right yeah it's whippie's a huge hockey town so I grew up watching hockey playing hockey obviously not at any competitive level but it's um you know it's a really proud Southern Ontario town and um, even still with with bobsledding, they've really stuck behind me and supported me and I'm really fortunate for that and I just had a a pretty, um, you know, generic upbringing in Southern Ontario.
0: So, so like physically when you're going through puberty,
4: were you one of those kids that was like big right away or it was like happened later or absolutely happened later, late bloomer. Yep. Definitely. So it wasn't until I was about probably 16, 17, that I started to grow vertically. And then I really like, it was really tough for me. It still is tough for me to put weight on. So it's, Really? Yeah, oh ab- absolutely. Yeah. I wish I had that problem. Me too. It's well <laughs> I have that problem right now. So yeah. you know, who knows what's gonna happen in a couple of years from now. But um but yeah, I was it was really tough for me. I was taking tons of uh you know, weight gainers and stuff in that twelve thousand calorie diet you were just talking about Walt sounds would have been pretty great for me. He's not, yeah, paying, attention. not paying attention he's um, picking his um,
0: nose. But with with I mean well when you're six three, I mean that's always a tough I mean with that frame, it's just tough. Tougher than a guy that's like my size to put on weight. I mean, when you're that, you got that lanky body. I mean, that's that's a lot of yeah, lot of stuff going on. So, um, so you did play hockey growing up. What other sports did. did you play? Yeah, did I played you?
4: hockey. I um, I played volleyball. I ski raced. Um, I played football. And then once I got into high school, it everything went full throttle rugby. For rugby, and yeah, it was cool. Like it just, it's a growing sport in North America. And um, I was just talking to one of my my um, my previous roommates. I went to university with them. And the professional league in North America is, like, is really marching on through this whole pandemic thing and, like, coming out bigger and stronger from it. And it's cool. Like, guys who, you know, if I'd been my age um, now starting rugby, like, there's a real future in it for for young kids coming up and to make a, a realistic living at it now. So
3: Well, look at Lev Kelter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is that is she, she from Eagle River? Yeah. yeah, I've heard lots about her. Yeah, yeah so she, very. She swapped sports. Was a well, she kind of did everything. She was just an athlete. Yeah. And uh,
4: they said rugby. How about rugby? She like okay. I, <laughs> it, and, I, and she's good. She's the captain of the U.S. women's team, seven team, right? Yeah. So, um, and I heard she tried recruiting Zoe as well. And Zoe would have been a great rugby player, most mostly yeah. because she she can go full throttle at all times with everything. So, other than that, you're a good athlete too. So, yeah, you're ahead.
0: Well, having the elite... I mean, you guys are both elite athletes, unlike the rest of us sitting around this table. (laughs) But um, so you went to McMaster University. That's in Hamilton, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Another big hockey town. Huge. Yeah, huge hockey town. Um, So how many years did you play rugby there all four years you go
4: all four years i i did five Five because you're allowed to do that in canada and i just stretched my degree out i knew i wasn't in a rush to leave university and i was also going out west a whole bunch to play rugby with the canadian team so i was missing school i was taking a lighter course load and you know having a good time um, learning how to ice my friends and so (laughs) i wanted to take five years to make sure i really nailed that down yeah um it's funny you guys mentioned the the icing thing because like you said, it's it's you know, maybe a younger man's yeah, game. I
0: didn't know about it until like a year ago.
4: My family, when I was in university, went full throttle with this icing thing. Like my dad was was icing us at every possible <laughs> instance he could. Like, I'm not kidding. We would come home from university and there would be a Smirnoff ice sitting on the front step. And he oh, would be shit. sitting there watching <laughs> us. Yeah, Chad. yeah, absolutely. And then and then Christmas gifts too became ices and like he would he would dress them up as you know like little like a reindeer slate but they were they were smoothing off ices <laughs> all together it was he's he's absolutely savage and so he bought in how old's your dad uh, 56 57 that's a awesome. retired police officer he's got i mean he's he's jimmy buffett now he's got nothing better to oh, do great with, Perfect, humor. Yeah, he messed with his kids yeah he's great
0: yeah. that's awesome yeah so you play five years yeah i, I want to mention here i did note note this mcmaster university notable alum um, Eugene Levy, John Candy, Martin Short, and then there's probably there is more, but Absolutely. they're probably the really smart ones. These guys, are the guys I gonna, yeah. like, uh, that's awesome. No, I mean I they're they're definitely huge.
4: the most important alumni. Um, so did you guys watch that's that it. show Schitt's Creek? Oh yeah, Netflix? oh yeah. So that's, that's hilarious. Eugene Levy yeah. is Canadian McMaster alumni. Not many people know that, which is which is awesome. I and I knew he was you,
0: Canadian. Eugene I yeah. Watch him in like American Pie. Yeah, American yeah. Pie. Yeah. Huge. Classic. Can't
3: miss those eyebrows anywhere. <laughs> no, right? you those can't. eyebrows They're caterpillars. On, unbelievable. Didn't he just pass? No. No, that was the. Um, what was his name? Oh, uh, Howard. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Ron? No, not Ron Howard. No. Oh,
0: Stiller. He was the guy. I, I don't. I, this is bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, ben Stiller's dad passed away. Did Jerry yeah. Stiller pass away? We're talking about the guy he we played. We still have Ben Stiller though. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: Stiller with was. the big eyebrows. I'm pretty sure he passed. Played
0: up. Jim's dad. No, it was a different yeah. guy. You're thinking of the guy who played an anchorman. He was the he was the anchorman guy, and I can't remember <laughs> what his that, name was. That's
1: the guy I'm thinking
0: of. Yeah, great great actor too, but and that's some that's, that's some awesome. big, I mean John Candy. Martin Dude, Short. John Candy. That's in my it's,
1: wheelhouse. It's great, pretty great cool. great outdoors. Yeah. Oh. Uncle Buck.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Stripes. Bit- You know what the school's Stripes Oh yeah The school's done a pretty fun job Of like Commemorating those guys Like in the Pita Pit Which I know you guys know What Pita Pit is Because we're friends With uh, a gentleman Who owns a couple up here Yeah Pita Pit Good stuff Great stuff It's got you know Memorabilia of those guys In there In their their Pita Pits In McMaster So Really It's awesome Oh yeah That's cool Yeah and some of the American pies were filmed there too no kidding Man, people
2: don't know yeah, Fred right. Willard Fred Willard Fred Willard Fred, Fred Willard. Willard yeah
4: Fred Willard RIP buddy RIP awesome
2: 419 so 419.
0: so the, with the rugby you now rugby is something I I don't know a lot about rugby um, and I know less about
4: bobs but that's bobsledding or bob slaying. what do you prefer bob, you can, or bob I think bob sledding is just easier to say and you know I don't know the correct answer either cuz sometimes I'll I'll say bob and sometimes I say bob sledding so. so I know what you're talking about I'm sure.
0: thinking. I'm thinking like with I'd say, I'm going to speak for you, Bob Slay, because I can see a, we're big metal heads. Bob Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Slayer. Bob Slayer. <laughs> Sweet shirt. Yeah. Anyway. Great shirts. Um So you play rugby, yeah. and you're, I mean, goes out, so you're probably going to, I mean, you were kind of going to the national team, right? Mm-hmm. You are at that level of, you played U-17, U-20, I mean, you're kind of yeah. going in that route. Then you break your arm.
4: Uh, my shoulder. Your shoulder. And my nose a whole bunch of times. And... uh you know it just it, the injuries you know really pile up and it's um it's a great game but the the price you pay with your body is is pretty high and so guys who are still playing I really respect it but I was um at the point where I was either going to have shoulder surgery which I had scheduled or I was going mm-hmm. to try this bobsled thing and so that's that's the route I went down
0: well the rugby Again, I've never played rugby. I got a, one of my good friends, Rob Sackers. He's from New Jersey, and he's a rugby guy. Has okay. one eye. Oh, one eye from rugby. Played, not from rugby. Okay, from that's fishing good. Fishing off the coast of New Jersey. Oh wow, great story. We should have him on the pod. I great. would love to it's, hear that. It's a six pack at least, but um, <laughs> he played rugby with it with one freaking eye. Mm-hmm. So um, so he kind of got me. He's he's where he's like you got to watch Sebastian Chabal. Oh yeah, we yes. call him one eye oh, sack. Oh my, yeah, they call him one eye sack. But this Sebastian guy. I mean, and I don't know. I looked up the the best rugby players, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's up there in them. But the guy just—he has the hair. They yes. call him a caveman, yes. right? He he's looks got like the beard. Him. He's just got—he's like I said—he's the kind of guy that's going to come into town, kick your rugby ass. Oh use, yeah. Sleep with all your women. Yeah. Drink all your booze, then
4: leave. Everyone's pregnant.
0: Just—he is a beast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just I know. A beast. He folds guys in half. I'm talking. That's why rugby is such a beautiful thing. No gear, and you guys are out there just crushing Demo each other and, and those big hits are just it's pretty huge. cool
4: and and you know if you don't watch rugby um i can see how it's a little intimidating to watch just because you don't know what the hell is going on and i definitely felt like that too before i started playing but now that like um you know i've had zoe watch it and just kind of try to get a grasp for the game and we watched the 2019 world cup and it is insane like even just appreciating how good these athletes are, and um, you know, they, they get guys who go play in the NFL. They get NFL guys who go play in rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a completely different skill set. You've got everyone who's making decisions, and it's it's really cool and fun to watch. And like you said, it's yeah. dudes without equipment smashing each other.
0: When I when I get a chance to watch it, I watch it. If I see, yeah, I mean, I'm not, within that a hockey game, I'll watch a rugby game just because I've you seen know. a lot of hockey, but yeah. rugby is unbelievable.
1: You know what rugby team I always watch when they're on is that team that does the haka. The All
4: yeah. Blacks. All Blacks. Yeah. Is that that is
1: insane. And yeah. as soon as they did that, I would just walk off. The I just like yeah.
0: I'm
4: yeah. Good. Every fifteen-year-old boy wants to do that, and well, that's why I and the short shorts, which I I took with me in a bobsled. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's leading the charge in the bobsled, yeah. that they're all gonna be wearing them, yeah. it's like Everyone's the NBA when they wore yeah. like
4: you know watching the uh, you know
0: the. the Latest thing, the yep. last dance with Jordan, but they yeah. start getting longer, longer, longer. No, no, no they get shorter. I mean, those bobsled guys, would be, and they, and they says they happened. should. You've seen the guys' legs over Jeez. here, the quads forever. It's just um, like, yeah, well, one thing you talk it. about rugby, which you can tell it's going to be hard on your body. It looks fun as shit mm. if you're younger. It, it hurts is. me to look at it now. Uh, if I had to play, but um, I looked up like concussion type thing. That's a yes. real thing. They, they lead. I looked up this concussion thing just I was curious, but. Uh, In adult sports, men's rugby, men's football, women's ice hockey is number three. No kidding. Men's ice hockey, women's soccer, men's soccer. So then you go to the – they did a study for the youth, and it's rugby, ice hockey, football, lacrosse, soccer, wrestling. So, I mean, it's – I didn't – for some reason I was expecting it to be – since you didn't have a helmet on, Mm -hmm. you're a little more cognizant of that. And they do have rules where you're not – you can't hit above the – armpit exactly you have some of those things yep. you can't hit a guy in the air I mean, this all stuff I just learned I was just I mean because you've seen you? the guys in the NFL they go up for the pad right and they get full and they in get half crushed. you can't you have to wait till that guy hits yep. gets on yep. the ground uh one other question I had at rugby is like what is there any as far as hitting is there any rule like in hockey you can't hit a guy from the side right um it's got to be kind of you can't blindside him but right. is is that a rule that's that that can that's you can, on.
4: you can cut people in half so long as you wrap them. So what that means is that your arms have to make an effort <coughs> to meet on the other yeah. side. So as long as you, you know, reasonably show that you're trying to do that, and it's really easy to shoulder charge people and, you know, just kind of hit them and buck them off you. Um, but, like, if, if a guy throws a bad pass and, like like you said, you have to you can go up for a kick and you're safe until you hit the ground. Um, but if someone throws you a pass, it's different rules. So yeah. You can you can absolutely rip people up if you if you know what you're looking for and yeah. um, and I've definitely been on both ends of that like you know they're fun to deliver yeah but they suck when you get them well, and um, it's
0: just like hockey I mean at some point you don't want to put yourself in those positions right, right. and then when you do you get you have to pay yeah for those. Well, it's just same
4: same as hockey. You call them suicide passes, right? Yeah, suicide like, passes. Yeah, so Absolutely. you you know when you've when you've got one. I think that's the
3: NFL's actually starting to teach people how to tackle like people in rugby are supposed to wrap each other up. For so sure, I, yeah, like a, that's something I know that like remember seeing. It was a while ago. It was an article that the Seattle Seahawks kind of taught taught all their cornerbacks to say, "Hey, or their safeties, you know, this is." How we're going to learn how to tackle yeah. which is the wrap and the curl or whatever the hell they call it
4: absolutely if yeah. it's just a much safer way um both for the person and for making the tackle um because i mean it, everyone loves a good like clean shot on someone where you you demolish them and they're off their feet um but you don't need to wrap but a lot of times you see it and especially in the nfl like um and it's easy to be a, a couch quarterback and someone catches a pass in the flats and then gets lined up by a DB but just bounces off him, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to just stay low and wrap that guy and just stop his legs from moving, you know, it's 10 times out of 10 you're making that tackle, but yeah. the 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 other time that he absolutely demolishes this guy, it looks sweet, right? And yeah. he gets to peacock mm-hmm. all over the place. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, Great game, and that's one of the games living in Alaska. Mm. it's There's one rugby club maybe trying to do it, and my, my friend Rob Saxon, good buddy of mine, he was involved in that a little bit but like, like that and lacrosse there's just not a lot of guys that know it not a lot of people that can teach it so right. it's like hey we'd love to play know right. both great games that are as far as hockey guys great cross training I amazing mean, especially lacrosse for oh, hockey yeah I wish I played recro- lacrosse too. I me too
4: me mm-hmm. too did they have lacrosse where you were yet yeah, it's really big in, in southern Ontario yeah uh, Whitby especially um, what's that box lacrosse box yeah. yeah for sure and field too yeah um, like some of the guys that I train with back in uh, in Whippy are they play in the NLL and if you have not been to an NLL game go see one it's amazing like the the environment there so it's in a hockey rink and the the skill that those guys have the size they have um, you know they're putting in hockey shifts so they're like they're crushing yeah. it yeah and it's it's insane in the same thing you get guys blowing each other up with only equipment on the upper upper half. And it's so entertaining. And it's it, like the, the sportsman or the, the showmanship, sorry, is amazing. Like yeah. the, the NLL organization does a really good job of like NLL. really pumping it up.
2: Yeah, the, uh,
3: I think Colorado's got a team, the Mammoths. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. right. And I remember watching one game one time and I was, couldn't believe there's a lot of, I guess you call it slashing. There's oh, a lot of my stick God. That's, oh, you get your yes. shit beat. <laughs> you play frickin' lacrosse. It yeah. looks like it. Hurts. It's part of the game, right? <laughs> it, it looks
4: like hockey from the 80s, man. Like, yeah, they're just, yeah, just yeah, murdering yeah. each yeah. other, and it's okay, yeah, and the, they're okay with it. Broad Street bullies out there, just do they fight totally. too, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's it's remarkable, man. But
0: they they yeah. wear the full cage, though, even at yep. that level, right? Yeah, full
4: cage. which I would totally. And But like the, the goalies wear a lot of equipment, but in field lacrosse, they don't wear a lot of equipment as goalies, and they're getting the ball way thing is there. like... Oh, yeah. what, what is? I mean, it's is, It's like it's, vulcanized it's a, rubber, like, yeah, almost like a hockey puck. Yeah, it's insane, and they're just whizzing it. That
0: sounds fun. I hope he wears Not a cup me. anyway. Yeah, insane. <laughs> I hope
4: so too. So, so
0: you, um, you get busted up in rugby, yeah. and again, the story that I kind of read on the internet is uh, there's some bobsledding guys that work out at McMaster, and you're like, hey, that might be something i want to do for sure so what uh, how take us through how that happened how that transpired
4: so in the off season like mcmaster has a really um a really nice facility for its athletes and um they have this this high performance area that past mcmaster alumni would come work out at if if they were still in sports so there were quite a few olympians who trained there and um one of my now good friends jesse lumsden who is a CFL standout um, a college football standout in Canada and then had a stint in the NFL as well Um, he he would go back and train there so he's a three-time Olympian in in bobsleigh so he did the same kind of thing he finished with football and then went into bobsleigh and I remember seeing him training there and I knew he was a big deal because he um, he's got like all the rushing records and stuff he was a running back in McMaster and I thought, man, that looks sweet. I want I wanted to do that. And at the time, and I I give him shit for this all the time, I thought he had, like, the biggest legs in the world. I was like, that's crazy that someone can have those legs yeah. and, and move them. And now, like, you know, once I got onto the team and got to know him, and, like, he's got the smallest legs on the <laughs> team, which is, I love to let him know. And, yeah. like, people were already giving him shit about this. Um, but so... I saw him training there and then this other guy who ended up being my roommate um about two years later tim randall and he's the epitome of um just a manly man like humongous beard um probably like five foot ten but like ripped and just humongous
0: is he not talking about himself (laughs) no i know cam he's not too (laughs) far behind me you're six three you've
4: you've got to see tim randall but then he's so tim randall's in the gym wearing this this cut off t-shirt doing bicep curls And all I know about this guy is that he's an Olympic bobsledder, and he's wearing this tank top that's got an American eagle on it, like a a bald eagle, I don't know what you call him, and like just the most American-looking t-shirt, and I thought he was just the most badass guy ever, so I thought, if I can do that one day, I want to do that. And the thing about rugby is that I was getting banged up every couple months to take me out of the gym for another few weeks, you know? And I loved being in the gym, seeing what I could do in in terms of, like, Olympic lifts and, um, and sprinting and stuff. So I figured if I could stay away from getting my shoulders blown out for a few weeks... I could maybe make some real progress here, and so I was able to do that. Save, save the body.
0: Hey,
3: Walt, are you getting yelled at by the old lady?
4: We're having, a, we're having an issue here. Sorry oh, about this.
1: Yeah, uh, they're 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 complaining about needing to use the bathroom. The studio. They're complaining about needing to use
2: the <laughs> Sorry. studio.
0: Sorry, just <laughs> let them go, man. The,
2: yeah, Sorry, boys. The, Sorry. the
0: The struggle's real. The struggle's real. Uh, I love yeah. it. Speaking of that, uh, happy anniversary, by the way. Thank One you. year. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I want to say sorry to Steve because it seems like we really messed up his, his day today because we were the ones who asked to extend this by a day, and Steve's now in a lot of trouble because yeah, of Steve us.
0: Steve can handle it.
4: He's, okay. he's a little yeah. dark. Well, I want Steve to know I apologize. and But, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. No, that's awesome. Um, what did you guys you. do for your anniversary? We went for dinner at uh, what, Simon's and Seaford. Is that how you say that? Simon's and yeah. yeah. It was Tough great. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Did you go the King Crab? No. no. It's like 60 American bucks man. It's like 80 Canadian. I know
2: dude.
0: So it's Is it? No. Yeah. I thought you guys were kind of that flop for a while. <laughs> no, it,
2: it, we are a flop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you guys you guys could all move to Canada and live like kings. It's Yeah. I love Canada. I would love I would
0: love to live there. But it's just uh
4: We would love to have all of you. We we would love to have an online We're moving rush. the podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of hockey. Yeah.
0: Um love so ag- again, um so this gets me back to another question with the with the mm. bobsledding or slaying. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, so there's – I, I kind of know how uh, youth hockey works and yes. baseball and everything else. It's a youth – there's no real youth bobsledding, you know, leagues or I don't know what you call them. but
4: Not in North America. It's, uh,
0: it's such a small – I mean, like a small percentage of people even play. It's a niche sport. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Oh,
4: oh 100%. And – um that wouldn't be the case in Europe. So, in Europe, you'll have, especially the Germans, and it's why they're so good. Is they will have guys start bobsledding. That that's their sport. You know, maybe and how, how were, young do they start? Like you know, maybe they're a U twelve German sprinter, and now they're a U twelve German bobsledder. Really? Like they're wow. starting that young. And um, what they'll also get is that luge. People yep. generally start a lot earlier. They'll get a lot of people from luge come over to drive. And if you've spent that time on a track and you know how to drive them. You're gonna, you're gonna excel. Yeah. But in Canada, North America, and most other nations, it's a secondary sport. So you get guys who are sprinters, football players, rugby players, rugby players. come into the sport. Any hockey players? Yeah, we have. Really? We had a guy when I first came in who was, um, he played for the Swift Current Broncos, and uh, so it, what is it? Um, a junior team? Yeah, the d- W-HL. W-HL, WHL team H-L. in oh, yeah. uh, in I think they're in Saskatchewan. Yeah, and he was an absolute beauty and I will tell him to listen to this and he'll it'll be worth it just so he got that shout out but he was in the NHL games I think he was like a level 48 grinder or something so nice oh, oh nice. fourth
0: line oh, grinder right awesome. in my alley yeah yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah not high but he was awesome man and we we've got some hockey players in there now some guys who played in the OHL so it's cool man it's you know it's a good and a bad thing that not so many people think about doing it because on the one hand there's a lot of people who would be very good bobsledders who don't go into it after.
0: Don't get exposed, yeah.
4: Right, and you know, so f- so for people who make that investment, it's it's great. But then there's so many guys who finish their CFL careers, and um, and don't don't go into it or sprinters, you yeah. Know? And there's a real opportunity there for them to go to the Olympics, yeah, and win medals and just have fun and just you know not do. Not do normal things for not, a little bit. Not break your body with rugby. Yeah. And the rugby pitch. Not to say that bobsled's not dangerous, but... Um, we were talking be, about yeah. that, actually, is
3: how how crazy Bob sledding is, and all the injuries and all, like, the CT that actually comes about from it.
4: Did you just see that article that came out on New York Times? No,
3: no, no. I, the only thing I've ever heard about this... You, yeah, you saw know, that? You, you probably did.
0: Uh, no, it's uh, is it Pablo Jovan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's, like, four guys that have committed suicide since yeah. the last, what, since 2013? Yeah,
4: which is, that's that's A crazy. fellow Canadian,
0: and Adam Wood is one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's it's like the NFL's going through it, the NHL's going through it. Um, rugby is obviously going through it at some point. And rugby's one of those up here, we don't hear too much about it. But, um, I mean, you, you, you
4: trade rugby
0: for something that's yeah. equally dangerous, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's, uh,
4: it just seems like... Uh, absolutely so did you read that new york times article which is awesome i love that you did that um so that just you know it's funny and i read the article and i thought it's it's interesting that no one's been having this conversation around it because everyone wears a helmet and you just assume that the helmet's protecting you right but sled head's a real thing like i'll finish a run especially in four man and especially if it's a rough rough track like lake placid and it feels like i just got you know smacked in the face and and my head scrambled and i need like 10, 15 minutes to just get things back together in my head, but um, it's it's a real it's a thing. Like you know, what you don't see in uh, on the TV cameras and stuff is like the amount of like whiplash and stuff. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, that you take side to side on your head. Right. And if you're in a two man, your head is so bent over, like you're literally your head is on the ground. And when you hit hard um, pressure, so when you hit a corner hard or a longer corner, your head is literally getting drilled to the bottom of the sled. Like. You will get into positions you didn't think were possible for human beings to get into. And, yeah, I mean, especially for the pilots, too. Like, they're they're taking every run, so I don't have to do that, right? Because, you know, if it's two-man, we'll swap out. If it's four-man, I'm doing the runs. But we don't do four-man every day. But the pilots are constantly smacking their heads. And it's really sad to see what's happened with some of those guys who... Obviously, no, you've had some. It's something I didn't even trauma. I
0: didn't even know. Again, I didn't even know. We talked about the rugby being at the top of the concussion thing. I didn't even know it was the thing. But then you look at it, and you're like, yeah, it's <laughs> you guys are flying, and then that and the G
4: forces you guys have, have that the, was my next question. That's right?
0: Huge. You're talking about <laughs> pinned to the
4: yeah. floor. It's a real thing. What
3: are the G forces that you're pulling?
4: The the highest you'll hit is about 5 G's in Whistler. Mm-hmm. At the end of the Whistler course, um, corner 16 is this humongous sweeping right turn. And um, you'll hit about 5 G's in that. And it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, you're going through that corner for maybe two, three seconds, mm-hmm. but you're, like, trying to just keep it together. So
3: do they teach you guys breathing exercises like they do fighter pilots no. and stuff like that? They don't. No,
4: they should because yeah. um, I, um, there was a guy, a British guy about two years ago, going through corner 16 he passed out from the the pressure Mm -hmm. and then in a four man like they're going a hundred miles an hour Mm -hmm. out of that corner um and so this guy's going a hundred miles an hour out of the corner and his job is to pull the brakes to stop his guys safely and the way that bobsled courses end is they're uphill and then they'll eventually run out of track right because they they can't have a few hundred feet of track um and especially early season so what happens is, is the ice only goes just past the finish dock but this guy's unconscious and they rocketed up the, stu- the finish 100 miles an hour and hit concrete and the runners that the bobsleds on are about you know 20 dollars, and you hit concrete in those and they are done like if you hit it, if you hit a rock with your runners or like a little pebble, you will scratch them, like beyond repair sometimes. And these guys just absolutely, demo them. So it it sucks. And well, what 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 are, what are those things made of? Fiberglass? Uh, the the runners?
0: No, no, the whole the whole Yeah. Ca-
4: uh, carbon fiber. How much does that weigh? so the minimum weight for a, um, a four-man bobsled is 210 kilos which is about 440 pounds that's weight. Is the minimum weight
0: plus you guys I
4: mean. plus the crew so then with the crew it's i believe 660 kilograms so somewhere like 1200 pounds um and so each week it's it's like a it's a battle each week to make sure you're within that that weight limit but you want to be as heavy as you can without going over. So it's a really, it's a funny dance between, like, you know, you have to know what guys' body types are like on your team. You have to know how much your sled weighs.
0: So you guys are body shaming the one guy. Come on, oh, Jim. Oh, one hundred percent. You got it's, You 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 gained ten pounds this week. Fat ass. Unreal. I um, no, hope you enjoyed. I it. you were It's on like,
4: giant, it's like if, yeah, if someone goes for if someone goes for ice cream and their allotted weight is like, uh, I don't know, two hundred twenty pounds, and he's two twenty one, we will be like that. Son of a bitch.
0: How, how much do you weigh right now?
4: Two about two hundred and twenty-eight pounds. I, I weigh myself four times a day just to bother Zoe. Yeah. Because I don't care. You know? yeah. But it. Zoe thinks that I've. <laughs> she has, Oh, someone just tapped my uh, my drink from. He said I'm probably two thirty-one now. What 231? do you think? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lose that in a
0: workout, I'm sure. Yeah. No but
4: kidding. it depends. So like, if you're the if you're doing two man, you can be a little heavier. If you yeah. you know, it wouldn't make sense for a guy who's who's bigger. To have to weigh a hundred kilos, so two hundred twenty pounds. Um, but then, you know, there's other guys who are maybe sh- can hold lighter weight, but want to be heavier. So you just have to find that balance.
0: But it's an, well, I didn't, that's something I did not know. The whole juggling of the, the weight, but it, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So you're you're what they call a brake man. Mm-hmm. Um, so once, obviously, that start is fucking crucial, right? Yes. I mean, the start is. I don't know if it's everything, but it's a lot. <laughs> if you get a bad start, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, and that's that's your job. Your legs. I mean, you guys are, and then you have to cram your body with spikes on yep. and spandex yep. into this small space. Mm-hmm. How many times do you get like spiked by yourself or somebody else? All the time, man. Time? Like
4: my my calves are are scarred, like littered up from, from other people. Like scars. Well, you know if. if if you've got a guy behind you that is notorious for, for spiking you, you know, he'll he'll become Wolverine, you know, and it's yeah, Hope I mean, it's not the fat guy. No, whammy. no No, no, we make him get in first, so uh, <laughs> I spike him actually. Yeah. But it's it sucks, man. Like you'll know if your feet are in a bad spot, like essentially you get into the bathtub with the, something that's the size of a bathtub, and um you so there's you know, there's four guys who are around two hundred and thirty pounds getting into this bathtub and um if you if you get your feet in a bad spot you can't move because any little movement will shake the sled and will put you into a corner weird and will completely ruin the pilot's driving and um so it it sucks but like i'll have my feet underneath i sit third back in the sled and so the guy in front of me like my feet are right under his calves and if i'm in a bad spot and we hit pressure i just feel my my spikes go right into his calves and i'm like i'm sorry sorry, buddy buddy, but it's part of the game but he's not doing you know he knows he yeah. knows, and he doesn't. He doesn't give me shit. Like we've all been there. So,
0: once so once you get in the sled in your spot, yeah. Like how, how much? Like what do you see if anything? Nothing. You're, you're nothing. You're buried. You're Absolutely just like nothing. All along for the ride. If so, what if are I'm, you thinking about during that time? Like okay, a we're lot. A corner three. Corner,
4: yeah, a lot goes through your head. So, in a two man, the way that it is is like I'll be folded over the brakes, so I can see. There's a little hole underneath, and I can just see the ice zipping by. And all I'm thinking about is. I'm I'm evaluating the run that's going on. So I'm like, okay, you know, this feels good. We're, we're doing evaluating good. We're
0: just from feel, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, completely. Yeah. So um, if that's you're having a good
4: run, you can know. Um, and, and when you pop your head up, you'll be like, that we nailed it. As long <laughs> as the start yep. was good, we we nailed it. Um, and four man's a little shakier. So if you're sitting in the positions in a boss like, oh, so there's a the pilot who drives. The two guys sits behind him, and his head is... Just slightly below the pilot. So he can see if he's looking up. He can see the track. And that's pretty crazy, man. It looks like a video game coming at you. Like, it's just so fast. So fast. The yeah. way things come at you. The number three guy is where I sit right now. And I'm completely bent over with my head in that guy's low back. As low as I can go. And then the four guy is is pinned to the ground. Um, but in four man... <laughs> You have a lot less time to think and format, right? Because it just goes so much faster, and like it's just so much more violent and aggressive. But you'll know, like if you've if you've come off a corner weird or something feels funny or like you've got a little more hang time than you should, and you're just holding on and going, it's holy shit, we might be going over here. So it's. It's funny. Like.
0: I just thought of this. I mean, you ever get the situation? I'm sure it happens. I mean, like, your pilot had Mexican last night. And, uh, mm. you know,
4: it's <laughs> like, dude, come
0: on, man. You're killing it. And you have to do that and all the other stuff you're saying. That's Grazy. like, that sounds like, that sounds like hell. That the ventilation that. in the sled is not good. Yeah, I'm so just going it's your question, like not going anywhere.
4: And, dude, you've got motorcycle helmets on. And if you have a, a visor, it's a good fart. you going p- p- anywhere. Permeate that, no problem, I'm thinking.
2: Oh, Walt! Well, what do you
0: think? You're in the shitter. Well, right? Walt, are you okay, bud? <laughs> and, yeah, good you know, so far. Good. You're, she's giving it to you there. Sorry about that. I guess. Yeah, no, I was getting it. Yeah, everybody apparently
1: had to use the bathroom. Yeah, she was, it.
0: she was not. Uh, you know, didn't she didn't care whether you were on the pod or not? I don't He's, care about she, your silly pod. Oh, we heard. We heard. It was great. <laughs> it's not the first
3: time she's done that. Remember when we were doing the mic checks for the uh, remote oh, yeah. pod? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was bitching at you then. Hey, I had a
1: question for Cam about the yeah, sleds. Yeah, I saw something a couple of years ago. Some NASCAR teams, mm. uh, maybe the Bodine brothers were building bobsleds for uh, the Team USA. What kind of research do they do, yeah. and how much do those things cost?
4: You know what, wicked question. Um, and interesting, you just said Bodine brothers when you said NASCAR, I didn't. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what he's where you might go with that. But Bodine. So I know Bodine makes sleds for the Americans. Or they were at least. So with the way that it kind of goes is like there's a few sled manufacturers and the U.S. is in this unique position that they've had people like Bodine's come and make sleds for them. Um, BMW actually made sleds for the U.S. as well. And the U.S. for up until probably... I don't know. Probably right now, like they were making sleds that were unbelievably fast, but they were only BMW USA was only making them for the Americans. So everyone else is pissed, right, that they've made these sleds that are that are so fast. But I believe um, the sled that Steve Holcomb, the American pilot, won the gold medal in Vancouver with. I think that was a Bodine. Um, So they're fast, really. Yeah. So you you get. What happens is, like, you'll get someone who will find, like, a recipe for a fast sled in the regulations. Because everything is, like, after every race, the sleds that do well are, are like, basically stripped apart, measured. And it's the same Scrut- as Formula 1. Straight. Yeah, scrutinize. You it, just got And, and no, NASCAR. Fine-tooth comb. Yeah. yeah, so they call it... Make,
1: scr- su- make sure that you're not cheating right. and you're well ex- within the rules ex- and all that. Exactly. So yeah. they
4: call it scrutineering. And, um, yeah, so... Scrutineering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so... It's so the, the way that it goes is, like, the Americans have a couple really good BMW sleds in two-man. And then they'll have different manufacturers make their four-man sleds. So, like, Bodine has made some really fast four-man sleds. Um, the Canadians and the Latvians and Austrians use this company called Walner, which is really fast out of um, Latvia or Austria. And then the Germans... The reason, Another reason why the Germans are so good is because they have, basically, the German military makes their sleds. So they have a team of 30 mechanics making their equipment for years coming all the time, right? So they'll come in with these sleds, and, like, first of all, they push fast, which is, like, basically a death sentence anyway. And then they have equipment, which is absurd, and then they're, they're good drivers, too. Um, but then your question, Walt, about how much they cost... We got a new foreman um, last year, which is fast. We're and we're really lucky that we've got this this fast foreman. and it was about hundred and thirty thousand euros. So they're wow. not cheap man. Holy and they're crap. and if you were to see it, you'd be like, where <laughs> where does this like where do they get yeah. off charge in this? but it's I mean, Engineering. Fast, man. yeah, they're fast. and you know it's it's like they'll make little tweaks. And it'll, it'll change the world for, for bobsled. And then everyone will follow that, you know. And then it's like BMW started making sleds really small. And then everyone else started making them really small. But the BMW ones were good for probably like six, seven years. Is there any truth to the
0: fact that Canadian Tire is making sleds? They're going to come out with some sleds. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Go down the Canadian Tire,
0: get the Canadian Tire I, w-
4: I wish, man. Dude, Canadian Tire can do it all. I don't know if they can do bobsleds. Oh, they can. GT I mean, they Racers, should. though.
0: Damn it. GT Racers, yeah. I mean, you Canadian guys have those? oh yeah yeah oh yeah no it's uh i come from i i should have been a bobsledder. maybe not you should you still can well no um i live on a well i I grew up on a uh basically a goat trail back up in those mountains right there and uh we used to go down that bomb down we we called it uh chinese downhill you say that i don't Mm -hmm. know but yeah we all go all as a a group and you go for it and uh you know and we still do it. I mean, my, bo- I still. I'm such an idiot. I actually bought a real steep piece of property and put the same type of road. Anyway. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we still uh, go on a couple bouts uh, every winter. and It gets pretty physical.
4: Well, listen. Once I'm up here full time. Oh, really? I'll come train your kids. All right. You want honestly? Well, we, I, c- speaking of that, how does how does it
0: how do you grow the sport of bobsledding? <laughs> I mean, sounds like the Germans are all in when you're starting them at 12 years sure. old yeah like, like like reed
1: was saying there's not like a youth bobsled lead so so how do you, you stop yelling. feed that program to get people going like they got you from rugby
4: yes um really good question so what i would say to you is that things like the olympics are what bring awareness to to sliding sports in in North America, at least. So the fact that Calgary was supposed to bid for the 2026 Olympics and that got shut down, has complete that will squash a generation of Canadian sliders and North American, for that matter, because you know it's not like they're building. They're not, as far as I know, there's no U.S. bids coming up for Winter Olympics in the next 10 years. Um, so that's how you you need the grassroots participation. You need visibility, um, and then when you have you have events like the youth Olympics and this new sport called monobob where it's literally just one person and they can start that earlier. But the problem is, is like Canada is so rich in sports like, like hockey and you know, those, those other ones that kids are doing that. And unless you live in Calgary or Whistler, which no one, no one lives in Whistler right. unless you're, you're, well, you need
0: facilities. You need a facility y- y- like yeah. that. Again, Olympics yeah. to come and build a facility. So then that gets left over. Yeah. And you get the train C-
4: Completely. On and Calgary, unfortunately, just was supposed to have a $10 million um, renovation done to their track. But the funding came short, and it was like $4 million short. And so they decided to... They've scrapped the top of the track. So there's co- currently no track in Calgary, which was basically the only place that bobsledders were coming from. Because what they did is they could have people come out and try it. And we have a track in Whistler still. But the problem is it's so expensive to live in Whistler. And so people... Like you, you're not making a ton of money when you come into Bobsite. and so no one can afford to just go live in Whistler, try out Bobsite, see if they like it, and then become, you know, the next the next uh, Winter Olympian. So it's tough, man. Like it's it's a shame we lost that 2026 um, bid, which went to a, a plebiscite. So like people voted on whether that whether or not they wanted to put a bid for the Olympics. If they had, I think it would have punched a ton of interest into winter sports in Canada like the 2010 Olympic Games in Vancouver lit Canada up man mm-hmm. like people yeah. loved it absolutely ate it up yeah. and Canada did great and like they built a, ge- a generation of athletes after that yeah. were amazing because of that the effect that, that had and same exactly. with the same with Calgary too like if you go to Calgary it's got an incredible Olympic legacy
0: yeah.
4: but people just don't seem to want to get behind it anymore Really? Yeah, it's
0: sad. Too long, that was eighty eight, right?
4: Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Cool that's what cool runnings was at the eighty eight yeah. Calgary Olympics.
0: Yeah. Well I mean we all well that's like our, we all watch the Olympics, we all watch the Winter Olympics, but we never after Winter Olympics go I don't really follow bobsledding. Yeah. Which no. is such an outskirts well, sport. I think exposure too, like you can't. Right.
3: How I, the hell do you follow it? It's not on TV, it's it's hard to
4: follow. No. The Ocho. For sure. The like, uh, Yeah. The <laughs> I, yeah. um, I know, like, some people up here in Alaska have reached out and said that they saw a race on, uh, is it NBC, Was it, NBC Olympic Channel? I don't know what it is. But, I mean, in Canada, too, it's like, in the winter, you'll get two hours of broadcast time on a weekend, and it'll just be a summary of the race, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and then in the Olympics, of course, they've got full coverage once it's there, but...
0: Well, Canada's yeah. different than the U.S. Canada is going to support winter sports a lot more than the U.S. I'm sorry, we're football and baseball. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, yep. you guys are in a unique position. That's why I love going to Canada. Oh, uh, yeah, it seems like I end up there somewhere. Usually Vancouver on like mm-hmm. when the World Juniors are going on, and oh, it's like yeah. everywhere you go. It's in every coffee shop. It's in every place. And you're just like, this is the way Alaska
4: should be. D- he, <laughs> and you know what's funny that you say that? So, first of all, the, like, World Juniors in Canada are like a religion. Like, people absolutely eat it up. Like, it's, it goes Christmas and World Juniors are paired perfectly together. Um, so, I thought that was really cool that, like, um, you know, when I met Jeremy... Swayman, who's a, yeah. a the uh, dump and change alumni, alumni. Um, he's a friend of the
3: pod. <laughs> al- has the pot.
4: has played at a World Juniors, like that's amazing, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, it's just it's funny coming to Alaska and like I came here thinking that like I obviously i married a hockey player and <laughs> yeah. and all of her friends are hockey players and I, some really good, some really talented hockey players too. I thought it would be thanks, like that means a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I Kidding. thought I thought. Hockey in Alaska would be like you know hand in hand, but it's just that I can't believe there's no professional or semi-professional team here. And I there were right the Aces yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Because this is this should be breeding hockey players. This should be the state that hockey players come from.
3: But yes, it's, well, we got for my my opinion, we got a pretty good amount of people for the what the population is mm-hmm. up here that actually made it. But you're right; it should be more.
4: I think. I think we should just annex Alaska to Canada. That we might, would love to have that. that I'm not a big work.
0: fan of the Looney. Looney. The Looney Did, or the Tune? We'll
4: convert your money. You'll be rich.
0: So there you go. Sign me up <laughs> for a while. No, we've, we've
4: talked the about it. The loonies
1: are nice because you can heat them up and then throw them on stage. Exactly. On what's stage. What stage?
4: Stage. What stage? Con- <laughs> Rock concerts. <laughs> <laughs> rock concerts. He's a big rocker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motley crew, nice. Stage? Nice. Oh, yeah. What stage?
0: But the uh, we've talked about that in the pod before. We, like with the, the state of UAA, state of uh, university athletics in Alaska is not yeah. good. Uh, the Aces were here, the East Coast team, but still it was something. Um, yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs, and it's just uh, you know lo- location is everything. Yeah. You know you got to fly people up here, it's expensive. And for sure. And even the North American Hockey League, Junior Hockey League, they got two teams here. They're trying to get more for economies of scale, and it might work if you do that. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a, it's a a tough thing to
4: do. You should join the CHL or um, WHL. Yeah, CHL. Wouldn't yeah, that it, make it, more it, sense?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. You get
3: a WHL well, team. D- that'd d- be sweet. WHL team,
1: maybe like,
4: junior so you're, You yeah, guys sweet. are so close yeah, to BC. Sweet. It's not, like people think Alaska is, yeah. you know, Russia. Yeah, but and it's Russia, Russia, it is yeah. to some extent. What's Peak that? If, if you're
2: playing No, you'd fly. No, you'd you'd, you'd fly. obviously take bush planes. Yeah. Like okay, everyone buss- in Alaska yeah. has a bush yeah. plane. You're flying you a caravan <laughs> up here. 40 <laughs> bush planes
0: yeah. and the gear. <laughs> <laughs> Caravanning up.
3: Sway. Good
0: to see you buddy. You out? Um so it's safe to say you're kind of a natural um natural bob I
2: mean,
0: Who who was uh who is high fiving
1: you guys on the way out?
0: Sway.
4: Jeremy Sway. So he's not here.
1: Oh my boy, Tell you him I said what's somewhere. up. Oh yeah.
0: You and I are teeing off together. They're they're ready for the. Oh. They're, they're talking Omar golf right now.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, we didn't even plug our, our our golf team.
0: You didn't plug. Who was on your golf team? Who who, had, who was on our golf team?
1: Our golf team is right. uh, is Sway. It's uh, Bailey, Rapuzi, and Ren. Yeah, they play golf.
0: Did you get cut? I got no
3: what no I didn't I'm not playing oh. for. I got my own damn team oh I to yeah. play with those I can't hit the ball straight to save my damn body, it's best you. ball dude it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, but those guys it up get drunk. way too competitive for me yeah
0: yeah That's Bailey you can tell he was I do he was, he was,
3: I do have a little present
0: yeah. for Rapuzzi though oh yeah I can't oh, yeah. wait just to wait it. just wait t-shirt it's probably a T-shirt. Man,
3: no I'll, here, I'll show you
0: right oh, now it so um but back 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 to Mr. Stones here oh hello um it's safe to i mean you went to your first they have a combine
4: 2 months later yeah. you're in Lake Placid actually competing yes sir is that normal is that it's it's pretty normal if you you know if you've got the interest in being there and you've got what they consider the ability to enter at that level then you know yeah you've got to do it it's it's a no brainer honestly like people who have you know some some ability to test well in what they're looking for you just go do it and try it and not enough people do that. Like it's the problem with a lot of people coming into it now is they want like guaranteed um, outcomes with it. Right. Like they want to know that, okay, you're going to have a realistic chance at competing for the the 2022 Olympics, but you're, you know, you just can't do that. You can't come in with that expectation. So I'm I'm fortunate that I went in and just had the mindset, like I'm going to try this out and see where it goes. And worst case Ontario, um, I'm gonna get my shoulder fixed and, and keep playing rugby. That's, that's well, it's an incredible story
0: that that you swapped that late in your career from being a rugby guy. To, but it sounds like that's kind of the norm, right? I mean, those guys pick guys off from football. and oh, pick yeah. guys off. Yeah, um, but I want to get back to like so Olympics action. You, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're an Olympian. Thank you. Yep. Does he have the Olympic rings tattoo?
4: I do. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I do on my own. Oh, all right.
0: So I mean,
2: just very take cool. us
0: through, and I can only imagine, but take us through what it's like putting the uh, the colors of your country on and, and playing for them. I mean, it's got to be heavy, heavy
4: emotions. I mean, yeah, it's pretty intense. Like, um, I'm I'm very fortunate that I had that experience of play for my country um, with rugby at a pre- and like I was kind of graduated into that system. So U17 is the first time I played for Canada, and like for me, it's that's the be-all, end-all of sport at that point, and um, I think that was important to go into the next stage and already have played for Canada and, you know, not uh, maybe not think so much about it and think too much about like the outcome rather than performing. So U-20 Canada, it was, uh, was amazing. Um, and then once I got to bobsled, it was just kind of like, I don't know, it felt like it felt natural, like yeah. being able to, to compete for your country, then once you're at the Olympics, you know, maybe the the gravity of what you're doing is a little greater, and I don't. You feel like just maybe more of a bit of a responsibility to to do well and just maybe not. You know, I d- I definitely didn't feel like we were in a position where we had to win the Olympics or else like people were gonna think I was a failure. But it was more like just executing my job well and like representing my team well and and just you know putting on a good performance. So
0: when you guys did, you guys went from like. You jumped like nine, 10 yeah, spots at the yeah. end.
4: And we were, we yeah, ranked, were ripping. We were ranked, um, I don't know, eighteen, nineteen going into that Olympics and uh, we finished twelfth, which was which was awesome. So we ended up being we were the third Canadian team, I guess like Canada three going into that Olympics and we ended up beating Canada two, which is, you know, a win for us. Wow. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It was it was a really cool Really cool experience, and you feel very proud. Like Canadians, really rally around their their winter oh, sports time. and winter Olympians. Huge and support for sure. It's you know a lot of,
0: lot of a lot of pride. Definitely,
4: Canada. definitely. Yeah.
1: Oh, where's great. the next great.
4: Winter Olympics at? The next Winter Olympics are in Beijing.
1: And you're gonna you're gonna be competing with uh, Team Canada in
4: the bobsled. That is, I hope so. Yep, that's that's my plan right now. Hopefully,
1: Reed, we, we should we, we should plan on just being there. Please, we should on go. It. Let's go. Let's goes.
4: just go. Honestly, and I've been telling anyone this, um, and I would tell anyone this, regardless of what I'm, what my outcome is. Go to the Winter Olympics. Like, if you can go and watch, it would be absolutely amazing. Like watching the experience my parents had at the Winter Olympics in Beijing or um, in Pyeongchang, and like my family, it's just unbelievable, man. Like, you know, you just get to go and basically do. You get to party with with people from all over the world, with other Canadians. Like, um, they've got, uh, in the Olympic villages, they have, like, Canada House and... um, House, 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 House. House. and, um, you know, Austria House and the German House. And, like, the people just, they go crazy and have such a good time. And for my parents who are from, you know, they're from Whitby, Ontario, to go to South Korea for for two weeks no. and and you know hang out there it was like it was watch un- their son play i mean yeah, are you kidding man, me? i'm play so i'm jealous of them like when we got back from the olympics so i got home maybe like six hours before they did and i was back at their house in uh, in toronto they showed up and like i just wanted to hear everything that they had experienced at the olympics yeah. because like for them it's so foreign right like we're lucky sure. that we get to travel and i get to go to some cool places but to hear their perspective on everything that had gone on was just amazing and um i really hope that we have that same experience in beijing because i just think it'll be amazing so i'm trying to tell like all my alaskan friends like come out to come to be, to beijing it'll be it'll be friggin' awesome and like if i'm not competing there i'll go watch too and we'll all have a great time well we well, so, we'll so. hope
1: you're competing we can uh, sell that. enough
4: t-shirts boys Oh man, Dude, the dump and go to change. Big, go to China. Picture this: dump and change episode sixty-nine That's is right. in Beijing. From Ooh. China, we we'll have our own kiosk. <laughs> it would be great. That's right.
0: <laughs> Schlepping t-shirts, make the bill, uh, get our bills paid. Still man. probably won't sell the rest of we got. No, nah, we sold one. Sorry. <laughs> right. You uh, um, sell get a two. Lot I'm
2: them. gonna buy one. That's it. No, you get one. You get so, one.
0: so you, you're with the same guys though, right? So, so far? Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta send him a picture. Justin of that. Cripps. Uh, I can't. I, don't, like, I see. I wore context. Bad idea. You, uh, you go. Benjamin, Rockwell, yeah, uh, Ryan Summer Cam Stone. That's me. Yep. So, now what is the tryout? Like you guys mm-hmm. have been the team. Mm-hmm. So what, what? How does that? You know, we know what a tryout is. You get out there and play a little hockey and yeah. see who's who. How do you? How do they evaluate you guys going forward? Like you're not. Are you? Are you a shoe in Are you not a shoe
4: in Or it's a, It's young guys coming up. Yeah, it's, so the thing is, is like, there could always be guys coming up and coming in. So said says one of these things that, like, if someone comes out and tests really well and can push a bobsled really fast, he's got the, an opportunity to, to be on the top team. Um, the Americans in the last Olympic cycle had some really fast U.S. sprinters come out. Um, Tyson Gay came out briefly, and Ryan Bailey. Like, guys who are no friggin' joke. like Like, sub-10 sprinters, which are, you know... Those are those are. But there's more to that than freaks. just sprinting, right? Hundred I mean. percent. So there's there's guy like you have to be able to perform on a physical level, and then as well be a good teammate and and know your responsibility and work hard. Um, so the the guys on my team right now, Justin Cripps is um, bar on our best pilot in Canada, one of the best in the world. He won a gold medal at 2018 in uh, the two man event. Um, ben Cokewell, he'll be. He'll be three-time Olympian. Ryan Summer has not been to the Olympics. Um, but myself and Ben raced together at the, the last Olympics. And so we kind of, we were two of the guys who stayed after the 2018 Olympic cycle. And so we, you know, we were brought up. We'd, we'd raced, 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 raced. raced, 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 raced. Uh, I lost my headphones there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, uh, I think we're good. I got perfect. them back. We're good. Yeah. Um, I... Ben and I, sorry, um, had been on Cripps' team. So, basically, Justin Cripps' is Canada One, And leading up to the Olympics, Ben and I had both raced together with Justin as Canada won. Um, teams get moved around all the time. But what we've had in the last two years, which is very unusual, is a team that's worked really well together and, and produced results too. So, Ryan came into our team as, um, you know, a World Cup rookie, but fitting great, and he's done an awesome job. And not only is he completely competent physically um, he's a great teammate too so he knows he knows his role, Ben as well and we basically know how to operate as a, as a foreman team really well and like Ben and I, Ben's been doing this since 2012 maybe he was a former um, U- University of Saskatchewan running back like he's a freak and I live with him now um, but it's pretty unusual to have a team stay together for two years because they get moved around so much because of um, just different guys coming in and giving them the opportunity but We've won four or five four-man races in the last two years and, you know, medaled a few other times too. So we got a really good thing going. And there might be a guy who comes in and looks shiny. It might take two or three hundredths off our start. But it's not going to be worth it in the long run.
3: Yeah, so I guess how long does it take to is – it, is it like hockey where the chemistry's sometimes immediately there and then sometimes it's just it you cannot get it to go, but the guy's a freak –
4: Definitely, yeah definitely and um i've talked about and i've kind of realized this a lot um is that you you can get guys who are absolute studs Mm -hmm. and stick them on a a line together in hockey and they're not going to produce yeah but you can get three guys so when we went to the olympics in 2018 the three guys who were pushing that sled on my team myself included on paper we were not the the best guys by any means um and canada one was kind of you know they were really far ahead of us they were they were really good but we we found something that worked together as a team, and we outperformed what we were expected to do. And I think we've got that going on right now too. Like on paper, the three of us shouldn't be doing what we've been able to do in the last um, couple of years. And hopefully, you know, we can make that on paper and then. Well, that that in teammate thing,
0: that camaraderie thing, is, is so big. And huge. you've also been through it, obviously through rugby. Oh huge. yeah, I mean that's a huge camaraderie. Yeah, boys there, but. Um, and that's interesting you get a guy who's from um a sprinting background he's he's team one yeah and you got to know oh, yeah. how to you know to know how to you know whatever be one of the boys or yeah uh, you have to fit in or for it's, sure it's and, and i think we've all been on teams like that where you know you got the superstar or whatever and yep. the guy's a total prick and you have i mean it's just tough it makes it tougher for sure so that that that's good to hear that i mean that is that is that what kind of is that one of the reasons you kinda got into a bob setting? It was definitely it was kind of that team
4: yeah. aspect that you liked from before. And Absolutely. And you know, it's it's kinda like you want to surround yourself with people who can embrace how much things suck at at any given time. Yeah. And a lot of bobsled sucks. Like it's cold all the time. You're doing a winter sport, you're in spandex, so it's even colder. Um and if you don't have guys around you who
0: Embrace the, the suck.
4: Embrace the suck and just embrace get over it. Like, it's it's not so bad. And um, when I came back into bobsled, like, I was kind of at this weird point in rugby where I'd been kind of like, what am I doing here? You know, it's just every other week I'm, I'm breaking my nose, getting a concussion, throwing my shoulder out, breaking hands. I just, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then when I came back into rugby and like, there's, there's so much of a team aspect away from this, like actually performing the sport Oh yeah. because you have to spend your entire day with these drinking. guys <laughs> drinking water <laughs> and water and, yeah. um, just like doing stuff to the sled. Like, so we're our own sled mechanics too. So like we oh, wow. get all the equipment ready and that takes tons of time during the day. So like in the summer, you know, we basically, we just train. But in the winter, like, it's full-on 14-, 16-hour days. You don't have work. guys that do that
0: for you, huh? No. You no. guys know the sled best, I guess. Yeah, so we, have, we
4: have mechanics on our team. We only have one. Um, and he'll do, like, the, the major stuff. So if there's, like, steering changes that need to happen. But, like, in terms of getting the equipment ready, it's all us. And it takes it takes a lot of time. And then just stuff like driving to and from the track. Like, once we get to Europe, we get these sprinter vans and we drive around Europe in these vans with the with the sleds in the, in our trucks. So you like when you have a four man team like that's your family for oh, big time. For the next few months. So, so if you if you've got, you know, if you got a shitty sibling it just it <laughs> it's really miserable.
0: Well, you talk about even on a even on a um, a bobsled team, you got four guys but you're talking about playing roles mm-hmm. as a role players. So if you if you if you take it in the concept of a rock band, you know, the the guy in front's probably lead singer, mm-hmm. front guy, hundred percent.
4: Yeah. So you you'd
0: be the bass player, right? The second guy's probably the guitarist, bass player, then drummer. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, would say. You were like think about that, that? If
4: you were, if you were, so definitely our lead guy Justin Cripps. If you, if you got time, lead to band. Instagram. He is, you know, he's your Guns and Roses. Oh, we're oh, gonna front I'm man. gonna follow all these guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. He's he's this. He's a Canadian who grew up in Hawaii and BC. Like he's, you know, grew up in Hawaii. You know, what? That? Oh yeah. Yeah, he really interests sort. Air, Air Force Pratt? No. No, his parents worked for um not not UNICEF. What's you, the UN? Oh wow. Oh wow. And his dad helped. Uh, I I don't, I won't get into it, but um I will what I can do is next year so all these people were supposed to come up this year, right? Yeah. We we're going to do a, an anniversary up here. They were all gonna come up. But next year or the year after when they come up, I will get them on your podcast. He'd love to do oh, it. Perfect. He's awesome. Oh, God. Dude, he's yeah. awesome. And he's got he's got an Olympic gold medal, so obviously wow. he's got way more credit than than me. Wow. At least. So wow, come on. You can have him cr- on there. Um but yeah, he would be a, definitely our front man and then maybe your two man guys like your your lead solo guitarist, like your um you know Eddie Van
3: Halen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more like exactly. Rush. That's a Canadian band. Dude, like, thank you so three much. Piece. Yeah. Yep,
4: yep. Yeah. And then well okay, so maybe he'd be like your Neil Pert. There you, know, you go from Rush, and then your the bass guy Neil Peart's drummer though. Who was say? Yeah, but it's Neil Peart Yeah, but he, yeah, he's
3: nasty But he's R.I.P.
2: Yeah,
4: I'm
3: uh, really sad. Another 2020, 20. Very
4: sad story. Yeah. S- Speaking,
0: what's your favorite Canadian band? What's this Canadian
4: band? I actually, so I didn't prep much for this, but I thought of who if you asked me that, and I have an answer. Right. And uh, tragically hip. Oh, tragically hip was going to be the yeah. hip. Did you guys know yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Come Do on. you guys know them? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And hip. you
0: like them? Yeah. If you if you look back on our Instagram actually uh when uh I, don't know, I forget the guy's name but the lead singer of Gordy. Passed or Gordy. Or, uh, yeah. 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 Wasn't it Gordy? Gordy, Gordy? Gordy um what was his name? It'll come to you. No, why can't I think <laughs> of it? Dude. You should know
2: it, dude. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Another embarrassing.
0: RIP. Anyway, I did post something. Gord Downey. Gord
2: hu- Downey, or Downey yeah. yeah. He was sorry. huge. I mean, he was like oh, man.
0: huge, huge. Larger than life. Biggest guy to come out of Canada. This side yeah. of Brian you, Adams. I don't I don't know who thank else.
4: You. I was going to say Justin Trudeau. You know, Justin oh. Trudeau. Very handsome. Very he's handsome. He's hot. <laughs> right? He's hot. Not as hot as you. But what? No, not Stop as hot it. as you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: what's some other good uh, Triumph?
4: Triumph is a good tripe piece. Um, hey, Cam, you listen to the
1: Matthew Good Celine Dion.
4: Yeah, but they're not Canadian, are they?
1: Have you heard of them, the Matthew Good Band?
4: Oh, sure, yeah, but I don't think they're Canadian. Right? Yeah,
1: they're they're a big Canadian band, right?
4: No way. I don't think so. Nickelback's Canadian. No, what Matthew Canadian? Good
1: Band's a big Canadian band. I like Nickelback.
4: I love Matthew Good Band, and if they're Canadian, you know, I'm going to be...
1: So, so do you know who... Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Yes, that's his favorite band.
4: No way. Matthew Good Band. The Are
1: part? they Canadian or... Did I
4: make myself look like an asshole? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm Googling it right now. I, I already did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your wife already did that for you. You know what? Walt, well, you nailed it. They're from Coquitlam, BC. Coquitlam. Wow. Yeah, you baby. Are, you're a genius. I didn't know that, yeah, and that's baby. amazing. Nice. Nice. Thank you.
0: I would say your, your answer, though, on the uh, Tragically Hip is by far, they're, they're, they're studs.
4: I would, I would be so in good. a lot of trouble in Canada if I went home and had not declared Tragically Hip as my favorite band. I mean, I want
0: to say one of my favorite guys from Canada. Were the Barenaked Ladies Canadian? They were, but uh, we're talking Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, dude. The Lightfoot, baby. That's right. He's badass. So speaking of Olympics, and Mm -hmm. we're talking, we we just discussed it real quick, but uh, in Beijing, you're gunning for Beijing,
4: basically. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've got a pretty good, we're in a pretty good spot in terms of, like, you know, it's funny. Going to the Olympics the first time. I was really happy to go and, you know, be an Olympian and, and have that whole experience. And maybe there's, there, was, there wasn't the pressure on us that we were expected to medal. In the last few years, though, like we've, our four-man team's been doing really well. And in 2019, we finished second at World Championships in two-man. We finished third in four-man. And then last year, we finished third overall in both disciplines. So we're, we're trending really well and um I think it's different like going into the 2022 Olympics the expectation for us is is going to be the medal and um it'll be interesting to see how that kind of weighs on people and um but I think we've got the people and the infrastructure and the team to be able to to deal with that and the cool thing about the Olympics is that obviously China will have a, a leg up that they'll have way more runs than the rest of us as um as the sport works, they only have to guarantee the other nation's 40, uh, 40 runs on that track, which is nothing, right? Like, wow. something that makes a bobsled driver so good is that he's got 8, 10 years of experience driving these tracks. And so it's basically what the Olympics come down to is who is naturally good enough to figure out how to drive that track and and come away. So, like you saw it in, in 2018, 2014, 2010, like people medal who have not been on these tracks And Justin's notorious for being able to figure out tracks quick, and hopefully that works in our advantage because um, I think we can do some damage. And I know the the guys on my team expect that too, and our program does as well. And the people of Canada, obviously. And the Canadians, yeah.
0: They can be ruthless. I know they can be ruthless in the World Juniors. World Juniors goes to shit. They go, okay,
4: team meeting, parent meeting, here, parent
0: meeting. Let's get everybody in. This is bullshit.
4: They're ruthless. And especially, like, I grew up in Toronto, so, like, I'm a Leafs fan. I, I looked at
0: that. Your favorite athlete was Toronto I Maple Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> you said that, that's why I read is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Your favorite athlete was the Toronto Maple Leafs. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, that's wow. I'm
4: glad I did that. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, please, yes, thank you. Um, I remember, like, growing up, I would take the bus to school, and like, I'm I'm not kidding. Like, hockey's big in Canada. People know yeah. that hockey yeah. is is humongous in southern ontario and i would drive to school in the mornings and like people love to ride the leafs right if they're doing well Mm -hmm. everyone's a leafs fan if they're doing bad everyone is a fan hating on the leafs i've seen tsn oh exactly right they panels on leafs drive at five like it's a thing man (laughs) (laughs) you know your stuff um and i remember seeing this in the newspaper stands it said like um one and oh it was the beginning it was october beginning of the season one and oh leafs undefeated championship <laughs> parade planned and i'm like i'm like oh my god this is like they're not kidding man the people Psychos. it's it's life or death yeah. and usually it's death unfortunately like, this could be our year yeah. yeah yeah it will be the cubs did it austin matthews yeah. has a mustache he's
2: yeah. yeah and he's american yeah, yeah he's american Thank that's you. right yeah
0: (laughs) so so when you're up here for this uh the summer training like what are some of your what's your training regimen like for
4: so um i'll I'll run three to four times a week at uh, one of the beautiful tracks in anchorage like there are so many nice high school facilities in anchorage i can't believe it every time i go to one i can't believe it like it's funny growing up in canada because you watch american tv and you watch american movies and you see like you know american high school is like this it's freaking amazing and you guys have lived up to it here like the the tracks you guys have in the football stadiums like it's unbelievable we football so,
3: stadiums? What's we football?
4: Football? yeah I, well if there were football stadiums they they look great <laughs> and I love it, man. Like I've, we've gone to four or five since I've been here, and each one I'm like, this is the best one I've been to for sure. Um, but it's it's awesome. Like compared to what I've seen in Ontario, and I don't know if it's different since I've left and been in high school, but it's it's incredible. Do I, they, do you guys train a lot in the water, running in the water. No, like um, no. We, but we will we will train on frozen water. Oh, and the, so in Calgary, part of the reason Calgary is such a hotbed for bobsled is because they have that the indoor start facility. Yeah. Which is amazing. So, um, But in Anchorage, I'll train four, three, four times a week running on a track, spiked up, like basically doing sprint training. Sprints, yeah. Yep. And then the other four or five days, depending on the week, I'll be at the gym doing Olympic lifting, squatting, squatting. whatever it is. We saw yeah. the
0: four it was was it yeah. 405 yeah. with yeah. bands, like yeah. no problem. Like, mm, sense okay. had you know, a good day. I had a, I, had a good,
4: squat. I had a good beard, which – and it makes you stronger. Yeah, and
0: that's why I'm growing one now. They so. grow it in like Good two point. days. So, <laughs> yeah. speaking of uh, the budgie smuggler, yes, I don't. Uh, that's new to me. And again, I'm a little older than you guys. But uh, is there any? I don't. Can you explain that? What, yeah, what, definitely. What, what is that all about?
4: So my friend had bought myself and two of my other roommates. One of Andrew Ferguson, who um, I played rugby with, and Chad Strap. It, again, these people, I'm not making these people's names. Chad, Chad Strap. strap in, in university. His brother Jack Strap. <laughs> he had a chin strap the entire time he was in university. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding you, man. You can't make this stuff up. And um, he bought those for us because he was... So the way Zoe and I met is through um, one of her teammates played for the U.S. Olympic team. And unfortunately, she wasn't selected to go to the 2018 Olympics. She'd been to 2014. And hopefully, she goes to 2022 as well. But she went uh, – she was planning on going in 2018, and her husband's friend, who's my friend, had bought us all these Canadian Maple Leaf Budgie Smugglers, which are banana hammocks. Banana hammocks. And, right. and we were all to wear them there at some point at the Olympics. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I was like, let's do it. And I've worn that thing way more than anyone <laughs> should have. But the first time – I,
0: I thought it was awesome.
4: The first time I wore it, which is it's, – it's good to wear it in Seward, Alaska because there's no sun there, and you're not going to get sunburned. I wore it at my parents' um, at their boat in Ontario two summers ago. And, like, obviously, I've never, like, that part of my body's never seen the sun. Yeah, a little white. And it saw a lot of sun that day. Yeah. And then the next two, three days, I had the most insane Ooh. heat rash you've ever yeah. seen in your heat.
2: life. It was,
4: like, another layer of skin Ooh. on
3: me. Yeah, your ass looked like my
4: face four days ago. It was insane. Yeah. Insanely good. Yeah, but, I mean, no, I'm little just kidding. A yeah.
2: little red.
0: It's right. Red. So yeah, what, what – uh, I, see, I was, I was thinking the buddy smoker was some mm-hmm. type of a slang either from rugby or bobsledding. But is what What other slang do you have? I mean, because hockey players have slang coming for, you know, all sorts of shit. Muck and barn. Muck and barn. Yeah, all that muck, muck and, and barn. What does that mean? I'm not familiar. Um, <laughs> we'll tell you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off the air. South of the, South of the border. South um, of the border. But do you have any other slang, like bobsled slang, yeah. that we probably wouldn't know?
4: Yeah, so th- it's a lot of like kind of Jim Bro slang. Um, when I first came in, the word herb was big. Like this guy's a herb. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, or you're see so herb to me means
0: something yeah. totally yeah. different. Something Travis else, Martin, yeah,
4: which is legal. Yeah, um, yeah. The I, herb. Yeah oh, yeah, oh that herb. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, that's what I was thinking about. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's <laughs> talking Travis about. Travis Martin. Yeah, is he a baseball player?
3: Travis Martin. He's yeah, he's a professional beer leaguer. Oh, yeah.
4: Okay. Big He's in the also an employee at McDonald's. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, gotcha. There you you go. One of oh. my main men. We call him
3: Herb. Not Herb Brooks, but more like Herb, the perv from Family Guy. Gotcha. So okay. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, Herb was big. Like you know, if basically like if someone herbed something up, like you you rookie did. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Like people call it dust bag. Like just it's it's pretty similar to hockey, man. Like it's got to be. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing revolutionary, put it that way. Uh, what if you hit, like, between the things? And it's, like, far in or far down or bar up? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> Posted it? Cheddar? No, yeah, what we if don't.
3: You don't have, like, a clo- like. oh, man, we almost crashed. Just skid marked oh. that one or something like that. I don't know. Oh, no, we, That's we, a fun one. We would
4: say, like, people get, like, hype. The word hype is big in hype. the sport. Like, get hype for this yeah. push. That run was hype. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's so, just you know, it's it's boys being boys. Yeah. So with with yeah. the
0: the hockey um, comparison, this because of what we know. Um, superstition wise, are mm-hmm. you a superstitious guy? Do you have any really? Because hockey players can be like oddly superstitious. I, I think they all can be. But do you I have t- anything that's
4: really weird? I try not that's to, be, we want but <laughs> I I definitely will sometimes. Like um, it's it's weird stuff like which sock I put on first, or like what I eat <laughs> or listen to during during a race, and it's like. The, the reality is is that like the less I do is generally the better and if I get too wrapped up I'm like I have to listen to this song five minutes before too I mental. go too mental it's just like I just get into too much of a weird place yeah. Um you're in your own head totally but like between runs I'll, I'll generally eat a Snickers bar which is not I mean not good nice. it, they're delicious it's not but, bad. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I I I like mean yeah I mean, they're amazing and Skittles and it's like you know some of the people laugh at me like why don't you eat something more nutritious and I'm like I don't know. I just don't want to hear it. So look at him and but, say, look at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, look at me. Yeah. The other problem too is like, is this- I, I don't know, man. I get into these weird like loopholes where I went through this phase where it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't spit on a race day. So like, I like nothing like toothpaste, nothing. I wasn't
3: swallowed your toothpaste.
4: Yeah. Like I was just doing weird stuff. Wow. And then for a while, like that was working, Yeah. you know, it probably wasn't that, but then guaranteed I let that go. Huh. That's probably spin, a good okay. one to let go. It's yeah. bad, but you know, you, I don't know. Imagine just warming up or working out or running and not spitting, and like or spitting and being like, "Oh, you're screwed now, buddy." You spit. These are things I
2: thought.
0: Wow.
4: Yeah, it was tough. That,
0: that's, hey. I'd say that's going over the like, that's getting into too mental. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And I go through that, and I'll every few months I'll have a check and being like, "Okay, these are the things that you've been doing that are ridiculous, and you can stop all those now." And I've just hit that phase for sure. Nice. Like I've cut back my coffee intake. Pretty tremendously, and I just really? stopped listening to all like, the hype music I was listening to. so What, what were you listening to? What's hype? In the, what what what's got in you the, the hype? Do you guys do you guys know Billy Talent? Oh.
3: He's yeah, that name rings a No,
4: he's like a yeah. a rocker, an early two thousands rocker from a, uh, from Canada. I was listening to a lot of him, and then just like a lot of like harder EDM stuff. Okay, EDM is like, big. Wale's big. Music, man! I love Attaboy, it. I, I love it. I love it so much, but it's like I can't. I love it too much, you know.
1: Yeah, well, these two nerds you're with like the listen to Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, so. yeah. yeah eat, eating yeah, bats yeah, nerds and
4: stuff. Nerds. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But which, I mean, there's that a sure place got and us time. this go. COVID thing, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Ozzy hey, Osbourne. So, Cam, yeah. something
1: yeah. that I was reading about, are, uh, big, flyer, big fly fisherman.
4: I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. So, are you, do you tie your own flies and everything?
4: I do, yeah. So, I picked that up when I went out to Calgary um, about five years ago and i just like in the off season i just was looking for something to occupy my time and and i started tying flies too and it's awesome like i have a kit that i take on the road with me and it's great it's just therapeutic yeah totally it's Mm -hmm. a good way to like i don't know you kind of feel like you're fishing without the without being in the water and it's a lot of fun um being able to fish and then catch your catch fish on flies you've tied and yeah um, i just love it man very cool in in Ontario there's not a ton of fly there is fly fishing for sure, but then when I moved out to Calgary it's kinda like Canada's Mecca of fly fishing. And then I married Zoe so I could fly fish out here. Smart. And um smart move. it's Good been <laughs> move. It's been amazing. Like we floated the upper Kenai. Choice. Yeah, I mean for a couple of <laughs> reasons, but we floated the upper Kenai, um on what what day I don't know, a week or so ago and it was just awesome. Like Man, fly fishing is just is badass and it takes you so many cool places that's how zoe and i first met too like it's it's awesome man and um i look forward to it it's did like, you get to go halibut fishing with mark Knuckleby? oh dude you better believe it that was my first weekend in in alaska oh, Jesus. it was whiskey. oh my god yeah we were down in whiskey Gulf. Oh, yeah. it was amazing man like so we just been in hawaii never been to hawaii before came hawaii's back awesome. well it's oh, hawaii's amazing <laughs> came back went to whiskey gulch alaska with these people i'd never met before and people are telling me about mark knuckleby being this like <laughs> you know 50 year old matthew mcconaughey kind of guy and oh, Jesus. well i mean he is yeah. An, an, self-described uh, yeah and he's he's uh you should get him on the podcast you want a good podcast get mark knuckleby on here but he ends up being just the best alaskan host anyone could other than you guys who could ever have and um yeah, we went we went halibut fishing down there and it was it was amazing. Like very cool. We went again this year and it's honestly it's it's a it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. I mean <laughs> Yeah, very So cool. we just don't do stuff like that in Eastern Canada.
0: Well, you guys got Northern Ontario's kind of outdoorsy, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure.
4: And I mean even where I grew up like you can drive an hour and be in in the woods. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's in in Northern Ontario you've got big pike and yeah. and that kind of stuff but nothing like you guys have here unbelievable like this moose that's looking at me right now he's 70 inch moose yeah he'd be the I, I think he's actually a 78 inch moose He, he he's means. the biggest oh, yeah. ever recorded
0: well uh, I just do uh, you have any more questions You're,
4: yeah
1: so are you guys yeah. going to uh, move to Ohio or
4: Zoe is I I can't unfortunately so you're going to be training? Yeah, the next two years will look like I'm going to train full time for 2022 and hopefully things go as planned. And after that, we'll, we'll figure it out if, if it's always going to So do we up. refer
1: to her as Coach Hickleup? now? Yeah, hold
3: on. You we'll, have to. We'll, we'll get her on right now. Oh, oh,
4: look at this.
2: Yes, refer to me as Coach please. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: Coach Hickle, got
4: it. She's here. At, where are you coaching? just say it just say it properly
2: well the yes ohio state oh yeah University. beautiful is that that's
4: good pretty cool <laughs> it. i've never heard of it but it sounds <laughs> yeah, good i think that's Hopefully pretty decent right <laughs> absolutely yeah so yeah we're our plan is um you know it's always going to coach there until until whenever but um we would like to both be back up here in alaska and settle down in eagle river
2: ah, yeah, yeah. That, now
4: we're talking now we're mm-hmm. talking
1: we get you back on the skates and get you into the HL.
2: No. Mm.
4: <clears throat> no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's got a pretty hard Sorry. slap shot, NHL style.
4: Oh yeah, I, it has been advertised as NHL style. NHL style slap shot. Yeah. It looks like
0: he could skate. He hasn't skipped leg day, like I said. I think <laughs> he's skating. He could probably pick it up. Like I he's picked so. up everything else. Ah,
4: okay, I'll go skate. I know, know it's
2: ridiculous. I wish yeah, it Olympic scary. bobsledding.
1: <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I'll I'm try
2: skating, it. You guys. Once he gets up to speed, watch out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe and I talk about it all the time,
4: like what could have been, and I don't know. It's yeah, but what it's what, what will generation. be <laughs> exactly is our our children, and we will invest. F- All yeah. well, effort. We're just, you know, we're we're deciding what sport. Oh yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, congratulations on the uh, coaching gig. That's yeah. huge. Amazing. I mean, that's oh, yeah. that's a uh, uh, coaching Thanks. college hockey. It's uh, and that's that's the big big stuff there. Well, I'm mean, excited. Yeah, that's awesome. It'll
2: be an adventure, especially 2020. <laughs> what better yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Know. Who knows, right? It. Yeah. Who
0: knows. Uh, but Cam, thanks for coming of on. Course. And uh, dude, we were. Uh, yeah, I, I learned I, every time I do one of these podcasts, especially this one. I learned more in this one researching, just everything that you've done is That's it's awesome. pretty impressive, man. And uh, obviously, pretty impressive, impressive guy. Hell of a nice hey, guy. Stud. I mean, man, rocket. I gotta say it again. It's just like we saw a video of him running in the water with the budget. I just is. It, <laughs> Yeah, my wife watched sorry. it like ten times. Oh no. Yeah, like, Can I see like, your phone again? So did mine. What? Oh no.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. But uh good luck and man Thank and we're you. We're, gonna, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be cheering you on in uh, in that. Beijing for sure. Hope maybe we'll be there. Maybe the DNC we're, coming. we're coming. If you're there, we're if you're there, we're coming. I, I
4: really thanks Walt, think... I appreciate that. You and you oh. I really think In-sh. you guys should. Like, I'm not kidding. We'll we'll make it happen. I love it. You could do the podcast out there, it'd be amazing.
0: We will. We shall. We'll sell, maybe we'll sell more than one shirt. I don't know. Dude, maybe people eat it. one I'll of our it.
1: favorite hobbies that makes us no money.
0: That's what I we do. That's, awesome.
1: That's
2: what we do. <laughs> yeah, it All makes right. us money.
0: Well thank thanks Cam for coming on. Thank Appreciate you guys. it. Thank thanks, you. Zoe. Congratulations. Happy one year anniversary. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, it's time for double change.